But just to clarify that the reason why we're all super sweaty right now is because when this is being filmed, right, we're going through some sort of extreme heat wave. Yeah. yeah so we got, a, we got a warning on our phones on the way over here. Yeah. Literally minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. So we're like melting right now. But that's all part of the episode. It, no, we wanted to give it like a sweatshop vibe. <laughs> Wait, we, what kind of a sweatshop vibe? I thought that right. you did... Wait, isn't that like the opposite of your You're like, model? I want you to feel comfortable in, your, in this space, so we'll make it into a sweatshop for you. I'm like, wow, I do feel very comfortable here. We'll try the tea. Okay. Yes. Try the tea. And what is this tea? Um, I put peppermint and lemon balm. Wow. And nettle. And a little bit of rose petals. Mm. Wow. And so refreshing. Yarrow. This is so cute. Especially on a hot day. I so know. refreshing. This, this is perfect. Okay. We haven't officially started. Okay. We are recording, but however you want to start this episode, it's kind of like a, a new chapter in Skills Pay Bills. So thank you for being here. I got though and Danny, Girl Hugs Trees. This girl hugs trees. This girl hugs trees. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I why why trees. do people leave out the this a lot? Sometimes. Okay. People okay. yeah, people will say different things. Okay. We when we first like when Manny was like, oh my God, I got this piece. He, we always used to say, uh, girl hugs trees. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, and then I was like, wait. And then I was like, then I dropped it completely. And I was like, it's Danny. <laughs> right. I mean, if you know me, that's yeah, why. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's mostly just like, so you can find me on Instagram. Exactly. Exactly. Is there a reason why you created that name? Um, so. Because it sounds very hippie and. <laughs> You know, usually like people, if you tell people like, oh, I'm a tree hugger, then people have two reactions. Uh You know, one of them is like, oh, cool. They must smoke a lot of weed. (laughs) Or the other like Woodstock, freaking Mm -hmm. topless. (laughs) I don't think I fall into either of those categories completely. No, I just, I actually hug trees. I really like to hug trees. It's like a very grounding fun experience. When did that start? Um, I mean, must have been when I was a kid. Um, I feel like I've always hugged trees. Um, they, I want to be like, they talk to me. They do, but not in the same way. So, you know, they, they talk to each other. They have that whole network underneath, you know, yeah. and they, they communicate, which is really cool. So I definitely hug trees when I'm crying and when I'm like overjoyed and I think the name came about when I was traveling. I wanted to like have a blog. You know, I think I was in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone had Blogspot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to call it, and I was thinking about it and thinking about it, and that is just what came to me because it was just it, it was true. It was what I did. And yeah. I was what I was doing while I was traveling a lot, and then that just kind of stuck and kept going. And That's then awesome. I feel like it reflects my art too because so much of it is uh, you know feminine and plant-based yeah i've actually i've only done one tree which is weird and how long have you been doing your art um i think i've been embroidering for seven years maybe eight years i think i started doing shows maybe like six years ago wow and what is your art how would you describe it 
Um, before anything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's go back. Okay, before anything, I feel like like before I was born. No, no, no. Okay, before that, I feel like a good you know everyone's always like there everyone is always better at introducing themselves so it's like um, i don't think you introduced yourself so if you could Uh, yeah just so like that they're like who the fuck you know (laughs) so if you could introduce yourself that would be awesome and then and what you do okay so it's like when we're we're at like a group meeting and everyone has to go around yeah say i hate that (laughs) you do hate that but he's like Fuck, we're gonna oh have to talk. You can always um, be someone else. I could. Well, I am. I'm a really horrible liar, though, so I'll have to work on that for the next sweaty sweatshop meeting. Yeah. Um, my name is Danny. Um, I go by This Girl Hugs Trees. I make hand embroidery art. And um, I don't know what else to say, but those. Well, hide your address. Yeah. Um, I'm 5'2 and a half. Most of the time. Well, why hand embroidery as opposed to a different form of art? Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think it's interesting because it's like something that takes, especially the way that I've chosen to do it, it takes like such patience and like delicate movement. And uh, people tell me like, oh, you must be so patient. And it's like, well, I don't know if I actually am. It's just kind of what I chose or chose me. But... Um, I remembered being, I think, in, like, first grade and doing cross-stitch. I loved that. I loved it. Like, I just have this visceral memory of loving what I was doing and being really good at it immediately. And then, I don't know, I just never did it again, I guess. Maybe I did it for a little bit and then it just wasn't something that carried with me, but I really wanted to pick it up again and I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and then I went to go get the supplies to do that and instead I chose embroidery. And they're not that much different as far as supplies go, but um, yeah, and then and then I, I think the first thing I ever embroidered was a uterus. Whoa. And then I just kept going. All right. <laughs> and I feel like, um, especially with like sewing, it's such a um like like something from like the past right where it's like a lot of people used to do it and it was like very like homey and like people very often like say it's like a grandma yeah art. so it's yeah. like it's very like a nostalgic kind of like you know thing where you're like you see it and you're like wow so it's really cool that like people are finally appreciating it you yeah. know because it's like you see a lot of like the cross stitching and like and I feel like when I was growing up with the cross-stitching, like, I loved cross-stitching. Like, I would sit there and just kind of cross-stitch, like, for hours, you know, because I always was really impatient. But I felt that it was, like, one of those things where it's, like, they didn't have cool things to cross-stitch. It was always, like, a rocking chair with, like, a bouquet of flowers or something. And you're, like, I don't know if I like that one. It wasn't, it wasn't like uh meant for like a younger audience yeah you know so it's like i'm glad that people are now like utilizing like needlework for like that younger audience and especially how how you said that your first piece was a uterus piece like a uterus is like so powerful in so many different ways Mm -hmm. you know like just seeing it and then like obviously what it could do you know but it's like what can it do it could do a lot of things mine did a lot of shit (laughs) 
But, you know, it, it is one of those things where it's like, I'm glad that there's people like you that are utilizing that art because that's what it is. It's a lot of like, you know, it's needle work to create art and to create like an image. And I think that for a long time, people were just kind of like, I'm going to make this and hang it in my house or like, you know, things like that. So it's like, I'm glad that you're changing the narrative on them. Oh, thank you know, you. because it's cool. It's cool to see it like in modernized, um, very modernized. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. I definitely really appreciated seeing a lot of embroidery artists in the last several years. So I've been, you know, like figuring out what my style exactly is and like using my voice through embroidery. They're like, I like when I look at, not to compare, but when I look at what other people are doing, I'm like, how are you even doing that? And, but we all have, you know, our strengths and mm-hmm. whatever our craft is. And, yeah. Yeah. I, like, so one of the things that I don't feel very confident in is drawing faces. And so that kind of developed into a lot of blank faces of my embroidery and then no faces and instead just plants growing out of the, you know, the neck. Um, so, which I think it's also a statement within itself, mm-hmm. because it's like then you could, you know, if there's like a actual face there, then people might not be able to see themselves in it, and so mm-hmm. then it allows themselves Aww. to be like, that's me, I you know, that. or like with the plant stuff. Like I love plants, and I love plants because I feel like they are that representation of like I could grow something, <laughs> and Aww. I'm an adult. <laughs> But it's also like, I feel like plants, you're seeing it, right? Like you see it grow, you see it, like all that kind of stuff. With us, unless someone is pointing out your growth, you won't be able to see your growth unless you're like genuinely like seeing your growth and be like, oh my God. Like tracking it. Exactly. So it's like, I feel like we are very like, like that, like where it's like, we are plants where it's like, if you water yourself (laughs) and you tell yourself nice things, you will thrive you know so it's like if we saw ourselves in that way of like looking at ourselves as plants where we're constantly watering ourselves and you know i always tell people i'm like my plants are really happy because there's always music here and there's people that come in and you know they laugh and they do all that kind of stuff so they're surrounded by like really good energy and we're like that like we're we're bodies of water so it's like i feel like that's such a good reflection of who we are Mm. with our plant heads (laughs) i love that thank you you. i've never thought about that we also love plants we have a lot of plants i think (laughs) i think including like all of the propagations that we're currently doing we probably have like 50 plants in our home we don't have a huge home i love we need a bigger home because our plants are growing so well and I think, like, even in our home, like you're saying in the shop, people will come over and they say that they feel, like, calm and joyful because of all of the plants. Yeah. It's been a very often, like, uh, common, without even us asking, they just come in and, like, almost like the first thing they mention. It's hard not to notice all of the plants and all the art. Yeah, I don't know. We just live in there. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I don't know know anybody else's home. I like to decorate. I like to create. I think Danny and I do a lot of those uh, things in our home to make our make it make it us make us comfortable and also like 
I mean, we cannot speak to the plants, but we can actually tender to them in a different way. And I think it's a reflection of like who we are, what we do. It's like, yeah. We, a, a, anyone can neglect a plant. It's easy. Mm-hmm. But it's also like each plant also has its own character, its own spaces. Like, yeah. if you do even move them from like one corner to another, they can. Oh, do they'll you? communicate with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, I'm going to die. <laughs> but wait, you're like, oh, let's shit. stop for a second and let's do an introduction for <laughs> I got the. Uh, Cause we don't want people to be like, what the? <laughs> I'm sure. First and most, I am the conductor. Nice. I am the conductor, and I got as other persona that's been uh, captured in paintings, drawings, all different sorts of mediums. But this is a suit, I guess. <laughs> I am just the conductor, and I'll be speaking on the behalf of um, I got them. Nice. <laughs> How long has Igato been in existence? Uh, at least Igato has been, it's going to be about 10 years, but before that it was uh, Esgato. So it might have uh, almost like 20 years probably. It was under Esgato before. And then 2012, it transformed into Igato. It was a new era, a new time. I wasn't expecting it, it just happened. Will you tell them about how you came up with the name? Mm-hmm. Uh, which one? <laughs> I got those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm bilingual. I like to do a lot of play on words. So, like, even with, uh, at least it's funny for me. It's silly. It doesn't matter. Well, if anybody else likes it. As <laughs> uh, gato, I mean, if you read that the letter in in English is S, but like when you say as gato, you can say in Spanish as gato. Yeah. So I was just like playing on with that, and like that came out in college when I was going to art school. And uh, which I don't know. I'm always trying to be as playful as possible. I don't take myself too serious. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, there's nothing in that. Even though you know, every now and then I do have to have those moments, but most of the time it's just you know, this is this is, this is for fun. This is what I enjoy, and so we express uh, something that I'm not able to do through um, poetry, which is something else that I like. So I do through art in a little Ooh. more abstract way, and I let uh, anybody express their own story through my work. Dude, your work is amazing, like amazing, like seriously amazing because it's like there's so much detail in a lot of the pieces and like I love the the rusted cans. Like I remember when I came in here, I was like, that belongs in like my fancy house. (laughs) And it's like, hurry up fancy house. (laughs) Like we don't want them to go away, but... you know, you see that kind of stuff and you're just kind of like, wow, that's really cool. I've never seen anything like that before. So it's like super original and it's like, there's so much color. Like I love color and I love, you know, how much detail there is. And like, you could, you have a style, you know, and it's amazing. And what I think is like really interesting about both of you guys is that you're doing needlework and then you're doing like the whole other side of like this, very like street art, very like rough kind of like raw like art. And it's like, you guys are like the opposite, but it's like you guys share like this really cool space. Somehow it works together. Yeah. I also feel like, I mean, both of us enjoy nature in different ways. And like she represents it. Like I I love plants and like, I love, for me it's like, she's like with Danny, she's bringing, you know, things that she enjoys in life into like her home medium. And like we bounce up ideas with each other. Like for me, it's like I like to upcycle as much as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So like when you talking about like those rusty cats, I mean, I also try to pay uh, respect towards like my craft and I like to like educate people about it. It's, you know, it's like, it's not just a one way street. Yeah. You know, a lot of people see it like, oh, you know, graffiti, blah, blah, blah. Like for me, it's just, you have to dive deep into it. And there's so many layers because there's so many different people that do it different, different ways for different reasons. Like for me, it's like, I try to bring a little something back from every journey that I did when I go to places that most people probably will never visit. Yeah. So they get an energy, not just from my journey, but from so many other people's journey. So we'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I really like that. And like, maybe most people don't even realize that. And again, you know, it's like, I'm not just doing it because like, oh, it's cool. For me, it's just like, oh, this is something, an uh, uh, item that I, like, or some, a, a tool that I use on my regular day, daily basis and I give it a second life. I want things to have, you know, sometimes second life cannot be forgotten to be yeah. embellished. And I think that's like the part of like doing art. We try, we try to embellish things that, you know, maybe may forgotten just like Danny is doing like, you know, like the hand stitching is like, it's, it's a maybe, you know, like it's not a art form that gets done often. Yeah. We want to get done where a few of us, you know, we really enjoy because it it's so easy to do digital work in a way nowadays. Yeah. But there's nothing like producing something from like almost scratch or collaborating with other people yeah. that yeah, like you, you know you have Rob giving Danny like several like, pieces of fabric that have like yeah well, <laughs> at one point I was like this is my Claudia wall because <laughs> all of the fabric that had been used on those pieces was gifted to me from you what was going through fabric yesterday and I was like this is a Danny pile <laughs> which is like it becomes dangerous because you know, for me, like, I take all fabrics. I'm like, if someone wants to bring fabric and just kind of donate it, I always have specific people. So it's like, I always used to collect white fabric because it's like, you never know. Mm -hmm. Lighter shades, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, you just never know. And so now I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know who it could go to. And, like, I feel like the repurposing, recycling, like, upcycling, that has been a very cultural thing for us for a really long time where it's like for us we've utilized like old containers to like put stuff in there and for me it's like being able to be like hey this fabric could be utilized for like my friend that they do this and do that and it's like people that will appreciate it yeah. you know and that they could go towards like their work where they're not like feeling where it's like I have to buy something mm -hmm. you know to create something beautiful and I feel that they're it, that becomes very um like it limits the imagination and creativity mm -hmm. when you just have endless supplies to like choose from as opposed to being like i'm gonna use these pieces that i have here and we'll see what comes out of it yeah. as opposed to like you know that, that very like i need more and more and more as opposed to like being like hey you know what we have these supplies we're gonna use that you know and i think that that's that that has always worked for me in the sense where it's like I'll be like oh I gotta get really creative with just these three things totally challenge yeah. creating your own challenges yeah. it's like, but it's like those challenges become a practice mm -hmm. and you never know what's gonna come out of that it's like the unknown so, you know like you got sometimes you just gotta let go yeah you control everything mm -hmm. yeah gotta... so something that he does often is very large wood cutouts and he will utilize just about all of the wood. So if he, you know, cuts out a pyramid or a cat, all of those little pieces, mm -hmm. those become these little pieces. That's cool. Yeah. That's Beautiful. very, very cool. Yeah. Hardly anything gets wasted. 
Um, it's like old school way, like, all right, we're gonna both kill this cow, but we're gonna eat all of it. <laughs> we're gonna use all of it. Totally, like, you know. Because it's like, I do feel that, like, now, because we have so much excess of everything. And we know now, there's no yeah. excuse. Everybody's consciousness has risen up to the level now we're all aware of what's going on. So you no longer can act ignorant about it, at least when it comes to clothing and a lot of other stuff. So yeah. little things like this, even wearing the same shirt a few times, you know, as opposed to a few years ago, maybe you would have thrown it out or whatever, just those little changes, I think more, it's, it's becoming harder and harder to make excuses of why you would keep perpetuating that as opposed to at least trying to, like you said, to use every part of the wood or to, yeah. to upcycle every chance you get and to, um, yeah, just to repurpose. Basically. Yeah. yeah, like we can't be perfect about no. it, but we no. can try. We can do what we exactly. can do. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Dude, I wrote a paper about global warming <laughs> like 15 years ago, way longer. Like, yeah, but um, yeah, I wrote about it, and I was like, "This is gonna happen. This, this is gonna happen." You know, and it's and it's crazy because it's like I. I remember, um, you know, I was working at that time and I made like this whole thing where it's like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches could save the world day, you know, because it was like the, the, was, this was a thing and everyone was like, you're fucking crazy. But it, it's actually a thing where peanut butter and jelly sandwiches could save the world <laughs> because it, they take less water to produce than like actually growing like livestock. So like a like at least once a week to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch could make a gigantic impact, you know? I wonder though, like what if we made our own bread and we ground mm -hmm. our own nuts? I don't know where we would get peanuts from, but. Yeah. But we, you know, like what if we, like we get our jam locally from JR Organics. <laughs> like you know we it's expensive and yeah, yeah. we love it it's delicious oh, it's it's expensive like, it's just affordable for like yeah sorry like, i mean like in comparison to if you were to go to the store and get something that's been shipped from like five other mm -hmm, places before mm -hmm. it gets to your home yeah this one you know like they we get it from the farmer's market they hand it to us like, yeah. they had it and then we had it and it doesn't have all those freaking preservatives exactly to preserve this one thing which all of that you know adds yeah. to the destruction of life yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah but dude that is awesome <laughs> i was gonna ask how did you guys's art journey collide yes instagram so i guess our it. very <laughs> our very first interaction maybe was uh well oh. yeah i guess it was yeah. so we met at la bodega's uh sketch party show it was very brief. The only reason we know that that happened is because we saw a photo of us together, but we didn't remember after, like later on. Mm -hmm. And then we met again. Well, when you said Instagram, <laughs> I think I like reposted or like I, I, I saw one of his boxes that he had paint, painted in North Park and I posted it and tagged him. And uh, I think he hearted it, you know, like that was the extent of our Instagram interaction. <laughs> there was no interaction. And then we met at sketch party. And um, then we met again at Sketch Party because the first time he was kind of rude to me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then, I, I mean, I think that art, I guess, has just always been a part of our relationship because the first time he asked me to hang out, he was like, do you want to come over and make art? And so I brought my embroidery and I sat and I embroidered and he painted. 
Oh, that's it, a it really was, cute it, day. It wasn't just art. I mean, it was like also like it was art, long walks, food. Yes. Food. Food. Always <laughs> food. A lot of food. A lot of food. <laughs> always a lot of food. And that's right, like guys. great and long conversations. Yeah, like great conversations, really in depth conversations, and mm-hmm. just being open to hear and like things that maybe like make us feel uncomfortable, but we're okay with being uncomfortable for the sake of growth. And we learned that about each other, or at least I learned that about you, and I'm assuming you also learned that about me very early on, which for me was a sign, because I don't, not to say that not everybody's like that, I don't know, maybe everybody is, but I find that I don't always interact with people that, like their one of their main goals in life is just to keep growing. Yeah. And I felt that right away, just based on our conversation and our interactions, was it really that, or was it that uh, you almost lost, lost your favorite uh, scar? I almost lost my favorite scar, and, and he walked all the way. Like, I don't even know no, where, how far down we before were. Before that, I was just like, what if it's lost, it's lost. Oh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you and really I was like, but <laughs> if it's there, it's still mine. That was the what we came to. And then I think within like a month of us spending time together, he had... Uh, he had signed up to do the second La Pulga at uh, La Bodega's new space, not currently happening, um, the but national. the national. Yeah. And um, he, he had signed up and he asked if I wanted to share the table with him. And I don't think I had ever done something like that before. And I was really nervous. And he was like, you got it. Like, that's how he's always <laughs> responded. Like, he's just like, you got it. We'll figure it out, you know. And we both did really well. Like we had really great interactions with people um, and we had a lot of fun and we realized that we worked well as a team and we've just been doing it ever since. I love that. Yeah. That is so cute. But it's really, it, it, like I feel like the whole entire like journey of you guys like meeting and like working together and doing all that kind of stuff is like, now you guys have like a space, like there's, there's a cat involved. We have a cat. Lucy. Lucia. And he rescued her before we met. And that was another thing. Like when one of the first times we were hanging out as like a group of friends, someone mentioned his cat. I think it was, it was almost Father's Day or something. And someone oh. was like wishing you a happy Father's Day because of Lucy. <laughs> and I was and I remember like walking a little bit faster to get close to him. I was like, so you have a cat? <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I was like, when can I meet your cat? But I didn't say that. So or was, did I? I don't remember. Was the cat, the food, the art, the walks, that was that like all the foundation to like a good relationship? Yes. Wait. Wait. Uh, the fig. Was that? The fig. Figs are my favorite fruit. What was that? That's... That was, I don't know, it was somewhere early in the first month or so. He he put me on his shoulders to get a fresh fig from a tree, oh, like a stranger's tree. <laughs> and uh, and he had never had a fig before. Well, he told me he had never had a fig, so maybe he lied. But... Uh, you put me on your shoulders right? one day. To get day. a prune. Imagine me trying to climb on Manny. He would be like, oh. It would be so bad. That's my favorite fruit, a prune. A prune is your favorite yeah, seriously, fruit? Seriously, seriously. I, yeah. I really do love prunes. Wait, so a prune is a dried plum. Plum, plum. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have brought you a plum. Do you like them when they're fresh? Yeah, I, I like all fruits. I don't okay. discriminate on the fruits. Same. 
I'm like, I just love them, but yeah. yeah. Uh, just envisioning, because it's like, this is very romantic. So it's like, I'm envisioning you guys. I'm envisioning you on his shoulders. And then, so I'm like, you know, then you start to like romanticize your life like that. And I imagine myself on Manny's shoulders. You could do Trying that. to get there. Right. <laughs> I don't want to ruin him. <laughs> but it was like, it was, it was kind of funny in my mind what it looked like. That image, so, yeah. That is yeah, that, that maybe, image of like. Maybe that's the collaboration that we can do for your, your home. Well, we also took turns. Like, I'm pretty sure I gave him a. Did no, I? and like I like, well, you, you did also, but I mean, you were on my shoulders and told me, like, yeah, put my stickers up. So that's that like is taking turns. Like love is. I was like, wait, I don't remember you getting a fig. No, no, I got the fig. I love is fig. slapping stickers for your man. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but I that is very. See, she's I'll a writer. Do it. Well, and and a few months ago, we started curating shows together. And I feel like that was like the next step in in our work relationship, and we had so much fun. Yeah. Well, how many shows did we do that month, and how many events did we curate that month? That month we curated three three shows, and we did nine events, and that was while also working for other people yeah. and having. You know, time for ourselves and like trying to figure that That's all out. That's a lot. It was a lot. Didn't feel like it, but definitely our bodies lit on. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the Dude. moment, it was like it just it felt like needed. It felt useful. It felt like you know this is this is what we signed up for, and now like not like saying it out loud or like signing paperwork. It was like we want to create this opportunities for other people. These opportunities have been created for us. So if you have the space, you know, why not offer it? Like, almost the same way you talk about, like, you have a little extra fabric, you know, I'm going to give to my friends, like, oh, I got this opportunities to yeah. allow my friends to be creative and keep growing. Like, I want them to grow. Those are my plans, you know? So yeah. Too, like, my friends are my plans. Like, I like everything that I do, I want to do it with, like, passion. It doesn't, sometimes, like, my body feels stressful, but some, most of the time it's that gratitude that goes towards, like, even that end of the night or, yeah. like, days later. It's, I don't know. It's just, I have no words for it other than, you know, it's like, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. The goals that I believe both of us have is just to keep just helping community, helping other people that are like going through their own struggles and even like that time of day, you know, we can hang out with friends, meet sure. other new people. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Just keep growing one way or another. True. Yeah. And something that I've always appreciated within our relationship and then like what I've seen with him and friends and even just strangers is again that like encouragement like you can do it you got yeah. this you know we get a lot of people that will come into our studio or like go to a pop-up or something and they'll say like I can't even draw a stick figure and I think there was probably a time where I said something like that yeah and you know he would just be like I bet you could you know, it's just like that that space to be able to encourage someone's expression and creativity because we all have that. Like yes. maybe not everybody can sew the way that you do and maybe not everybody can paint the way that you do and maybe not yeah. everyone can make awesome video content the way that you do. But everybody has their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, uh, it becomes very toxic if you're like, I can't even paint. And you're 
like looking at someone that's done it for years you know yeah you're like reinforcing that thought Mm -hmm. in your brain that comparison of like Mm -hmm. i can't even and then it's like and that becomes debilitating to the point where you're like i don't even want to start but it's better sometimes to hear that support because i've been around groups before when you express something like that the first thing instead of supporting they'll give reasons why maybe you shouldn't pursue that Mm. you know like ah you know if you would have started 10 years ago you know they'll find different reasons why as opposed to like you said, being here and stuff like that, where people are just more like, yeah, go take that chance. Go try. Go do yeah. this. Because um, that feels a lot better than the opposite. You know, like sometimes even being around family, sometimes people that know you too well, they'll find different reasons of why yeah. you shouldn't do something. And they'll try to protect you. But at the same time, they're not really being as supportive as they think. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also up to us, you know, to be up to the challenge. Like someone tells yeah. me, no, I'm like, okay. Right. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's more motivating. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, I mean, cause I, I, I've been on both sides and someone's telling me like, oh, what are you doing? It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out, you know? And I was like, I believed it for the longest and eventually like I branched out of those friendships. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like something in, intuitive told me like, Hey, just let, like, don't listen to that. Just yeah. move over, like cut the person off and, it's difficult sometimes to end some some of those friendships, but it's also you gotta listen to yourself first and most. Yeah. And if anybody else can tell you like at least an advice, be like, hey, try this. You know, that may be something like it's up to you how you want to take it. It's like maybe you can say like, it's not for me. But yeah. we also gotta respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm still not gonna like if you keep looking around and say some some things. I'm like that said like that. Like you said like, oh, I can't even draw six figures. I'm like, oh, that's a start. Yeah. You know? Keep practicing, and I, I tell like you know like. But sometimes we can I, I, I ask, you know, would you like to hear how I started, like what I'm doing or how I go about this stuff? And, you know, like I give them a, at least an idea, a picture for them to, to like comprehend, like, oh, maybe I can try doing it that way and eventually become something. And I've seen a lot of my close friends, like, become something out of that. And, like, That's they still awesome. come around and just, like, thank you, guys, you know, or just, like, when I'm just drawing or painting, I even see her, like, I, I just like to create often. And sometimes she's, like, I need to create too, because like you know, like, and I'm not trying to tell it. I'm just like I, I encourage anybody. Yeah. Feel it, feel it. You know, I don't. I don't want to stop that for anybody. And I think I, I, there is a lot of like family. There's a lot of like you know pockets of friends that they will be like, mm, you know, you shouldn't do that. Like that's not going to lead anywhere, or this or that or whatever. But it's like it's also one of those things where it's like. I, I know that I heard it a lot, like, you know, with starting and just kind of doing stuff where it's like, I just stopped sharing it with people, you know, where mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just not going to, you know, share it with anyone. And I remember my grandma was like a huge part in like me continuing to do it, like on an everyday basis, like creating and like getting into the habit of just creating stuff, you know. And I remember I would make like two tote bags every day. And I know a lot of them were shit, you know, <laughs> like they were shit and my grandma would be like, they're so beautiful, you know? And I was like, this bitch is lying, you know? Like, they're not, they're not that good, you know? But she was always like, they're so good. And I was just kind of like, it did create like that encouraging kind of like feeling of like, wow, like, like you know what? They are really good. And I feel like really surrounding yourself with people that can like see what the potential could be there, right? Because it's like, Dude, it was like I was making like these really like super simple totes and just kind of like I just wanted to make something like I've always liked working with my hands Mm -hmm. and like, you know, just like doing that kind of thing. And so 
for me to like for my grandma to be like oh my god that's awesome and for her to be like yeah they're great and all that kind of stuff i felt that that really encouraged and like set like this really core memory to where it's like i can remember it now and be like wow like my grandma really always encouraged it like mm. you know she was always like for it and all that kind of stuff and and i do feel that there you know there is a lot of people that are going to be like eh, but it's also like i would have wanted people to be a little bit more encouraging and so when I do meet people and they're like, I, I don't even sew that well. And I'm like, we all start somewhere. Totally. You know? And if I can add to you, like, your grandma was actually being very authentic to you. Yeah. Also, also like, like the younger self of you was thinking, compare yourself to something else. Yeah. But that was the, the best that you were doing at that moment. So, like, yeah. for you, like, you just, you know, you compare it to something. But then again, you know, like, if you look back, and you were able to talk to that younger cloud maybe like you're doing the best that you were able yeah. to do at the moment so most of us have a hard time living in the present so like yeah. what are we doing in the present is the best that you're able to do because i even myself go back and see my older self it's like oh i don't know but then again that was the best that I was able to do at the moment so you yeah. know we also got to comprehend this like wherever we start that's the best in that day in that moment in that minute in that hour oh yeah we're different yeah. every moment we're different oh, every yeah. day yeah. And it's like, I feel like, like, I've always been like a super creative kid. Like I used to, I remember I was like in kindergarten and like, there was like this gigantic blue dumpster and they would throw away all the paper in there. And I was like, what? It's the end of the school year. And I dumpster dived in that <laughs> thing. And I got a bunch of paper because I was like, I could play teacher because I grew up with a super gigantic family. So I was like, I could play teacher with all these motherfuckers. And like, I have a bunch of paper, you know? So I collected all this paper and I was like, oh my God. And so I've always loved being like creative and sitting down and like, you know, having stacks of like paper. And I, I just, paper. oh my God, I love, I like papers, like the shit, you know? So <laughs> I remember thinking like, I love being creative and like developing like this kind of like, skill of like constantly like getting creative and like making that water bottle look really cool with stickers and you know that kind of thing and I felt like that that was like a part of me that there was a lot of growth you know like there was so much growth that you were able to see where it was like wow look at this this stitching is totally different like now than it was like six months ago but there was an emotional growth like I wasn't having emotional growth, but I could see it like within my art. So then you, you know? were having emotional growth. I was like, well, there was a lot of like stuff I was going to that I felt like at the time there was no emotional growth, right? But I feel that with with like art and being creative, like I could physically see it, yeah. you know. And so for me, like it was like one of those things where I was like, wow, this is like so fulfilling mm -hmm. and it's like it gives like a purpose to where it's like yeah our bodies are like tired and you're like fuck babe i gotta fucking stay up until like midnight to clean the damn studio mm -hmm. and to do all <laughs> these things but it's like it does it, it is so fulfilling and it gives like purpose and especially having like opportunities to where you're like how many names can i drop in this room full of people that are going to listen to what I'm gonna say about like these awesome people that I could bring in as well, you know? And it's like allowing to like have an opportunity to open up the door for everyone else, you know? And I feel like that would have been awesome when I was starting. So it's like, for me, it's like, that's my mission to be like, oh damn, like how could we 
collaborate with all these people that are also doing amazing things that are also very like-minded and are wanting to see like their growth and like what they could do because it's like we all really just want to see our true potential yeah you know and we i feel like we all deserve to be able to access that mm-hmm. and yeah there. and i think that like art definitely does that like being creative all those kind of things it like really allows for us to like get into ourselves and become our genuine selves mm-hmm. like without having to fear what are people going to say how are people going to judge us it's just being able to have that that, that extension because yeah. i mean any anything creatively it's just an extension of you it's a reflection of you it's like some most people like you know saying something negative that's a reflection of them yeah it's a projection right yeah Yeah. and sometimes like you know they're not being on purpose it's just like but there's also ways we can do that through through our like skills through like our work ethic through like the work that we do to encourage other people to be on the other side yeah but then again you know everybody starts somewhere again you know yeah and it's hard to take the road out of that that hell out of those like spaces negative spaces you know it's like and some people are asking for help and they find the help through artwork. Yeah. They find the help through sewing. Because it's like, it just, you need to find that outlet to let the poison out or to let yeah. that, those emotions out. We're not always going to be able to express ourselves verbally, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally. You know, sometimes like, yeah. we want to be private and we just oh, walk around this way and, you know, just letting go of the little excess, like, energy you weren't able to move before. Yeah. After you let it go, it just becomes something new. True. Yeah. Well, and I'm thinking also about how earlier, Manny, you were saying how important it is when, like, when we express our insecurity or mm-hmm. whatever, and then someone says, "No, you can do it." You know that encouragement. Exactly. When when we start saying that we want to do things, but maybe we're not ready for it, mm-hmm. but then the opportunities start presenting themselves. All it takes is us to just say yes. And if we've been receiving enough encouragement, then maybe we can. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how, so he's been telling me he wanted me to go bigger. I was going smaller. Mm-hmm. He's telling me, you know, go bigger. I'm so like, he would always tell me, I, I, I'm just envisioning you go like really big. And I didn't know what to do. And then we met and you actually immediately when we met, you said, hey, do you want to, you know, put your art up on one of the rolling walls? Oh, that's right. So it coincided yeah. kind of at the same time. That's yeah. awesome. Scary. And I said yes. <laughs> yes, right? Not knowing what I was going to do or mm-hmm. how I was going to do it. And then that's what happened. I know you guys can't see it, but that's what happened. Yeah. And it's... the biggest piece I've ever done, I did it completely different than I've done any other piece. It was so challenging and so rewarding, and I learned so much from that process. And so many people see that and are happy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I've gotten the, some of the most feedback about that piece. Well, and you, you executed that challenge, so it's almost like for the next challenge, that's even like it, it gives you that exactly. fuel, yes, right? Yes, yes. Like all you need is that yes. little bit yes. to. You know, it's like the flower. It's like, I just got to get through the crack and yeah. then it comes mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we don't know until we try it. And oftentimes we don't know what we're going to be doing in five months, five years, yeah. whatever. And then like you were saying, you look back, you're like, oh, look at what I did. Look at my evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it is really cool when you have artwork and you document your artwork, even if it's not for other people, but if mm-hmm. you have oh, yeah. evidence of it, to be able to see the evolution of not only your art, but like your emotional world. Like maybe yes. no one else knows that, but you remember like, oh, this is what I was going through. 
What I also love is like when you when you were going through something, you know, and you produce this thing and that's what you're feeling. And then, you you know, you're over here now and you evolve through it, you process whatever. And then you look at it and you see it with completely new eyes because it no longer means the things that it used to mean. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it has this whole new meaning for you. Well, yeah. You know what's also fun? It's like even uh, we talking about documenting stuff, but sometimes like creating a piece of artwork and you don't even take a picture of it, and it's just like we do that sells all right the away. Time. <laughs> I don't know if that, that happens to you. Yeah. But it's like, you yeah. know, like you just live in the moment. You're just like, okay, we just gotta let it go and just you know, I'm like, ah, I don't need to document it, everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like it's really at uh, like art shows or sometimes with like strangers. I'm like, I don't know like who owns my my work. Yeah. This is the We're perfect cool. segue. I yes. Got perfect segue to kind of open up the discussion a little bit more about. Just, I guess, being an anonymous artist, because I think there is a dichotomy going on here because we have, you know, the strategy of being an anonymous artist, but then we also have the strategy of being maybe a little bit overexposed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very of, overexposed. Of sharing too much. The cutest videos ever. Oh, God. Uh, sometimes I'll, people come into the studio and they're like, I follow you on Instagram. And I'm like, right away, I'm like, fuck. You've seen me make an acid of myself a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times. And then you're Thank just you. kind of like, I am very sorry for that. But it's like, you know, and I feel like one thing that we do have in common is that, like, I don't take myself too seriously. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm just kind of like, I think I had like a, like, I, in middle school, like, I had like this thing where, like, I was like, you know, I cared too much about what people thought about me. And I was like, oh my God, what if people, you know, this and that. And, I remember I had like this moment and I was like, you know what? If I fall and I laugh at myself, no one else could laugh at me because I'm already laughing at myself. So it is what it is. So now when embarrassing shit happens, I just laugh at myself and I'm like, well, if someone over there is laughing, I'm laughing at myself too. And it is what it is, you know, but it's like, it is one of those things where it's like, I, I, I don't like to take myself too serious because it's like, you know, it's not. That's serious. And, and I guess, like, for me, like, in a high school, I used to, you speak about high school. For me, I, like, I created so many different personas. One day, I was dressed like a mime, and I didn't talk the whole day. And that was just, like, my own kicks. I shaved my eyebrows, like, too. It was, like... Oh, um, I wish I knew him back then. Uh, well, my, at least you have beautiful eyebrows yeah. now. Because I shaved my eyebrows, and they never gave, came back, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was younger. I don't, don't know. About, like, <laughs> you know... Uh, I also dress like as a you know like in different like a styles just to like mess around with people. Some people didn't recognize me, but that thing is like it was just to get people's reaction and uh, like the whole thing authentic authenticity is like and like who am I, who and also just like exploring the idea of, like who am I? Am I really the the, the skin that I'm wearing, yeah. or am I like something outside of this? And how people are gonna react to me in that way? And how you're asking me all the questions like why the anonymous and an, an anonymity? I mean, the anonymity has been like over the last ten years. And it was for a result of like friendships not being true to me or other people I'm not feeling very authentic. And also want to separate myself, the artwork from the physical being. Again, you know, like that's why I mentioned like I'm the conductor. I'm the one that's like creates this thing and navigates it. And I've been doing art for throughout since I was a kid, but at least like doing art since one I've been I want to say a little over twenty years. Uh, I did an artwork under my legal name uh, that was given my given name for it to say. Uh, and then in 2012, that's when the iGato came around, and I was like, when I was in the Bay Area, I lived in uh, Oakland in community San Francisco, and 
the main goal for the eye gato, the transformation from S gato to eye gato became eye gato focusing on the eyeballs, focusing on like eyesight, focusing on like you know like what like taking care of each other, like really having a, a lookout for someone else. And the eye gato, I have no idea that it was gonna become what it is today. My intentions were just to like, I I fell into it. My best friendships came out of that. I still have those close friendships nice. that they're amazing people. Some of them are in San Francisco, other ones are in the East Coast. Uh, fast forward, so 2012, that was the year that I got to was born and I was like, just out of like being in the Bay Area and like the graffiti, the art world, the people, they were in a whole different level from San Diego. It also like made me like, I grew up in San Diego uh, my first like almost like 20 years moved to the Bay Area when I was like in my early 20s did there did a year over there came back to San Diego and make me appreciate San Diego in such a different way because I hated San Diego for the longest <laughs> I was jaded <laughs> and everyone hates San Diego when they live here yeah and it's not to you live, but the thing is like the, the whole idea of getting into like uncomfortable spaces being vulnerable spaces and I think that created like vulnerable space for me and also creating this alias that was more like I, I, I was I was able to walk around in my art shows and just hear what people are feeling and thinking. Yes. So that genuinely. Was, yeah. yeah. And also too is just like kind of who's this? What's going on? Like we we don't, and, and and almost like killing that the like ego in a way. Yeah. And I was just like I'm just letting go. And it just kept growing and growing and growing. I mean to this day it's I'm I try to let go. I try to like just like be like oh, I'm over. It's like nope. It just it's embedded. Yeah. It's almost like I go. I have to listen to that intuitive, like voice, intuitive things that have been happening. Where they're leading me, because it has given me nothing but like positive moments, positive reinforcement, and also like open the door for those that may not have the door. And you don't have to like always be like, "This is who I am." You can just be like, "I created something." Yeah. And then, you know, like you don't need to talk about it. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. It took me eight years to like really talk about like all this. So. Just to let people know, it's like take the time that you need. Mm-hmm. If it if it were to take me twenty years, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I'm glad that's like the voice is coming out. Of like, like it took eight years. It was again, you know, like it's like uh, it was like the blooming flower. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just need to like let the flower bloom. And yeah, yeah, in are. its own time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you know I think that also speaking to the authenticity, right? Like maybe someone's gonna ask us a question, and in that moment we're feeling a certain way or we're like picking up from them something. So it's okay to respond differently depending on where you are, how you're feeling, as well as like who's asking you. You know, like if if, if certain people make you feel comfortable enough to be yeah. off, like as, as authentic and vulnerable as possible, like we can go there. And sometimes people don't. And not to like make judgments or anything, it's just that we can honor how much you know we open our boundary up to people even if we're an artist that is like showing something publicly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well I think that like the um you know I I was having this conversation with um this artist and they were like um you know it really got to me when someone said this about my thing or whatever and you know they were like really bent out of shape about it and um, I was like, I'm like, you know, you had this event and you saw all kinds of different people like there. There's so many people came by, said really nice things to you, but 
that one person that said that one thing is like sticking to you. So it's like, why are you allowing to like have like that impact with that one person? You know, and it's like everyone else was like, wow, this is great and this and that and this and that. And so it's like, why aren't you taking that in? Because you don't believe them. Mm. And you believe the one person that's saying that honest comment that's really negative, but you know they're hitting on something like completely correct. You know what I mean? Like, and you're like, oh my God. And that's why you harp on it. But the positive stuff, I mean, it's really hard to sometimes believe all that praise. Yeah, it is. And you know what? Like I actually did like a, like a full like face covering like a uh, piece for an art show one time and I wore it and like it was like full face covering like I wore gloves like everything so you couldn't see like any of like my markings or anything like that my tattoos um like a dog I have markings um, <laughs> but it's like you know I hid everything everything was like you couldn't see any like tattoos or anything like that and I really wanted for people to see it as a piece as opposed to being like, you're just seeing like this really cool dress and it's you. So they're gonna be like, oh, hi. And they're gonna say all these nice things even though they don't freaking mean it or whatever. But it's like, I really wanted for people to like see it for what it was and for them to be like, oh shit. And I like had, like I stood in that thing for like, I think it was like six hours and I wore depends <laughs> because I was I'm, I'm I I have trust issues with people coming through for me so I was like I'm gonna have to wear diapers because no one's gonna be able to unzip me so I wore depends and I did like a whole girl scout thing where it's like the sun is going down so it must be seven o'clock <laughs> and like you know all this so I got three more hours before Maddie shows up and then I could go home you know and so this whole thing and just standing there in this outfit that had like no give or anything like that and i remember thinking like this is the greatest day of my life because no one I knows because <laughs> I, I could piss myself right now and not have to worry but because it was like that no one knows that it's me and i had and i didn't tell anyone that i was going to do it no one knows that it's me and people you could hear them your work speaks for itself exactly yeah. and you could hear them they're like you know, and so you're just kind of like, you're like, because you were in a mask, right? I was like yeah, in a full, full mask. Libre mask, so you can see. So it's like, and so it was like sequence. So it's like there's like some mesh there, but it's like they couldn't see you, but you could see out. Yeah. And it was um, the next day, like I was completely on like a a creative high. I was like, that was like the best thing that I have ever done, and it was because I didn't allow for people to know that it was me, you know? And it really like allowed people to be completely honest. And, you know, in a way, like I was like, wow, like this was like so much fun. Like people, you know, they were like, you, cause they couldn't see like me and they thought that I couldn't see them, but you could see their facial expressions and just all that kind of stuff. People taking pictures and everything. Mm -hmm. And so people thought I was a mannequin for a while. And then I was like, no, I'll move, I'll move. And so, but it was very, AI mannequin. very fucking cool. And so I've always appreciated like that kind of like discreetness because it's like, it really allows people to be really sincere because they don't know who it really is, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that that's like always one of those things where it's like you get like this kick out of it where you're like, it's me, you know. Well, I feel like it's also like for me, it's been a little bit of privacy. 
I like my privacy too. Like, I mean, like just like my, my own time. I like, I don't want to, I appreciate everybody that appreciates my work, but also mm-hmm. like, I, I, I see other people getting bombarded and like that can like mess up with like someone's ego. Like they can get full themselves. It's like, it's more like, you know, it's like not having my studio. It's a little more of a door to be like, if anyone really wants to hang out and talk, you know, like the doors are open. Yeah. I don't want to be just going outside and be like, look what I'm doing. You know, yeah. that, 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 that is not yeah. my goal. Even, even the way like I do like some of my like uh, public work, it's I, I put in places that you really have to find it. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the whole thing. If you really want to find like what, what like was intriguing you about this, I'll leave crumbles. I'll leave you a little like, you know, like and just follow, follow them and you'll, you'll get some answers. Because I mean, that I do the same thing for any information that I want to really know. I have met some artists I'm like oh you know it's like I admire you and they're also like anonymous and like eventually we cross paths but like again you know you, you put in the energy in there and like for me like if you really want to know the questions you know it's like outside of like social media social media I'm only going to give, give so much because that's all I can do and I'm also trying to like uh, have people to encourage to be more physical in the physical world to be like one on one not depend on just this like window yeah and if you really want to know something if you really want to grow with something you will do it you will go out of your way not mm-hmm. out of your way but you will try your best to be yeah to create like it's a lot of people are just like i'm gonna do that i'm like are you really or yeah you just saying out loud because it feels good mm-hmm. so i'm even to the point is like i don't tell most of the people what i'm gonna be doing or what i'm doing it's like yeah. i just let it happen yeah and it's always a really beautiful surprise Cause then you walk in and you're like, oh damn, there's a lot of new stuff, you know? So then it's like, it's almost like that old school way of like, before we even had social media, cause it's like, you know, we grew up when there wasn't even phones or there was dial up, you know? And it was like, you're in middle school and you're chatting up with like people from who knows where, you know? You're like, you want to meet up at the park, you know? And they're like, yeah, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And so, it's amazing to like be able to like still have that feeling of like I'm gonna go there and there might be something new and there might not be, you know. But it's like that kind of like, you know, there's no expectation with it of like being able to be like, oh, I know what I'm gonna go, what I'm gonna see when I get there because I, he's been showing everything, mm-hmm. you know. It's always like this really cool surprise of like how it's gonna change, mm-hmm. you know. And, that's awesome. Yeah, at least, at least also that's me. an art piece within itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least for me, it's like creating, like, like I wanted to make it a like everyday, everyday thing to make sure you know, like I'm creating regardless, not just because uh, a platform or because I need to like show to anyone. It's like it's like it's a lifestyle. It's, it's for just, its own sake. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I, I made that like my goal to like be creating one way or another. I mean, I, I like doing film photography. I like. I learned how to do the process because I wanted to learn more about it. Like, oh damn, there's a whole craftsmanship like you talked about earlier. Yeah. With, like, so and so for me, it's like I do screen printing as well. I like murals. I like to create like my own uh, frame from time to time. So it also like I try to like balance all the things that I want to do. Not to just say like oh I just I just spray paint. I just draw. It's like no, I have so many different mediums because yeah. they all feed each other. And it's like it's always I wish I could master all of them. But it's also kind of fun that I'm not able to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, like, because I like, you know, I wish I could garden more often. Like, just kind of, you know, be like, there's going to be a new plant, you know. But it's like, I feel like those are still creative things where you're like, it's a reset. 
to like not burn yourself out, you know, to where it's like I journal, so like write fucking shit. Do you mean like doing something out of your norm? Is that what yes. you mean? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it's like for me, like sewing, like I'll, I sew basically every single day, you know, so it's like if I'm sewing and I'm doing that, then it's like I want to do something where it would be fun that doesn't have like this tie to it, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, well, I do this for work. You know, it's like, this is fun. And sewing is like a lot of fun for me where I'm like, oh my God, I get to make all this cool stuff. But at the same time, there has to be like that, like reset in a way, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like with gardening or like, you know, just sitting and like playing with like beads or doing like little things like that, you know, hanging up artwork, like doing those kind of things, those allow for there not to be like a burnout. Because mm-hmm. I remember a lot of people you know um would it be like you work a lot like a lot and i was like oh, okay like and i really don't i really don't i get like a full eight hours even more of sleep and so it's like you know it's just an illusion but it's like i i i do have a lot of stuff going on but i i feel like you know there was a lot of talk of like you work a lot you should give yourself a break you should give yourself a break and i was like I really like this. Like I re this is what I love. Like this is this is fun for me. And you're telling me to take a break from that. So it was like hard, you know, because you're like, do you really care about me? Cause it's like I really like this. So it's like if I take a break from it, it's it it might be like um it might really fuck my shit up. Cause it's like for me, I feel like sewing has always been like it kept me sane. You know, it's very beneficial to me to where it's like, I feel like there's purpose, there's self-worth, all that kind of stuff. So it's like when you take that away, then you will create someone that has super high anxiety and a lot of depression. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I don't have these things to where it's like I could feel like this, like, you know, thing where it's like it's constantly moving, like I'll, I'll, I'll go into a really dark hole. So it's like I need these things. It's therapeutic. The whole yeah. idea, like arts and outlet, is like very therapeutic, and like a lot of people don't see that. And like, maybe it's, like, it's not even them trying to tell you, like, stop doing what you're doing. You know, it's the thing is, like, they're not able to do it, they don't, they don't live in your shoes, so they don't know how yeah. you're feeling. Yeah, so the fact that it's like it feels like, like when you're doing work or when you're sewing, it's like you're having so much fun that you yeah. forget about time, you let go of those oh, yeah. those ideas. And I think it's like most of us are like nine to five, I gotta wake up, and that's all they know. Yeah. So if, if you don't find the calling, if you don't find that outlet, you really have no clue what it feels like to be like, I'm going to do 24 hours today of just sewing. Yeah. And it felt like maybe a couple like minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Manny, what do you get lost in? What do I get lost in? Yeah. I'm unfortunately for these past few years since I've been at Soloka like full time, I just feel I've been lost in my freaking phone. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I am, I mean, it's just, it sucks because it's a part of it, but I'm like, damn, like I have never been this deep because I mean, it's basically all the editing apps and everything have now moved to the phone. So literally we're recording with the phone and then I have to sit and then she goes to doing her sewing stuff and then I have to go separate all the clips out and I have to edit, but I'm literally, anybody who's looking at me, it just looks like I'm twiddling like all day for hours yeah. straight. You know, I'll smoke between, you know, things and everything like that. So time goes by, but all of the work, it's being done in that little phone, which 
it, you get lost in, but in I know that it's gonna have like it's probably having some terrible effect on me no. long term. You need to stretch. I <laughs> <laughs> and breathe. I know. And, and breathe. I do breathe when I and inhale and exhale. Water. <laughs> exactly. Drink water. I'm gonna fill you up. But you Thank know you. what? Tea, by the way, it's not alcohol. It, yeah. it's, it is really interesting that everything has moved like onto like a phone and it makes it like really easy. But it's like sometimes it's like, you know, you, you're hearing like Manny editing like these things and it's my voice constantly. And I'm like, oh, my God, how is he even how does he even like me still? Well, that's why I like the separate time, too, because you don't even understand when I'm working. A lot of the times I'm either editing your images or your videos and it gets, you know, you want to break from that. You want to just. Yeah, I'm sure I would be like, Jesus Christ, I can't like. Well, yeah. you, like, I think he and I feel similarly when we are writing something, whether it's just a short little thing for um, a, a caption that we're posting about or something else. We'll reread it over. Like, what does this sound oh. like? Like, I have always been like that. Mm. I love to write, and I will just dive into it. And you know, like I'll move all the things. When I used to write essays for school, I would write everything out, and then I would like puzzle piece it together mm -hmm. somehow. And I would read it probably like fifty times before it would go to whoever's gonna read it and just skim it over and you know mark on it. But I love that process. Mm-hmm. Any random question? Yes. <laughs> like, so you won't be on your phone. <laughs> yes. Have you ever thought about going like analog with a camera, like recording? It's so just have you ever done that? the only thing that keeps us from doing that, or why I switched to the phone in the beginning anyway, is because it's just dramatically saves time. It's bad. Like before, I would have to switch, even switching to the computer, editing there. Like I'll do it with this podcast. Like I'll do it through. I mean, we're filming through the phone, but I'll still edit it on the computer and stuff. But with all of the Claudia videos, the Soloka videos, I mean, literally, we have to we film it that night and we drop it the next day. So there's just not that wiggle room for time. So, so it just makes it so easy. So what if you do what like Claudia is doing, but with film? We have like people internship to help you to edit these things and create opportunities for other people. Mm -hmm. That way you have more time to go in a different direction, and then you get things like become a. I don't know. Just no. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it will eventually have to do something because part even not making the videos, the other part is just upkeeping just the social media aspect of it, you know, with the Soloka Instagram, trying to grow that, but then also answering people, making sure the stories stay real, like just all that, all that stuff is, takes a lot of time. And you do such yeah. a fantastic job Thank at you. it. Like, Appreciate it's beautiful. It. It's, a, it's beautiful. It is art what you're doing. And I want you to know that. I appreciate that. <laughs> the crazy thing is that like, when I'm in the studio, like uh, Saturday and Sunday, like when it's like the busiest days, we get so many people that come into the studio and they're like, I love your social media content. And I'm like, thank you. I'm like, Manny does all that stuff, you know? And they're like, they're like, oh, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it, it's like, yes, that it's me. Like I'm making, you know, fun of myself and doing all that kind of stuff. But it takes, for a really long time when we started working together, it was, really difficult to work together in the sense where I was like, I don't want to be portrayed like that. And then he would be like, trust me. And I'm like, I look fucking weird. And then he's like, trust me. And then it was that back and forth. I look fucking stupid. And then he would be like, trust me. And it's like, 
there's not going to be anyone other than your partner that's going to want to see you succeed more than anyone else. And so for me, like, it took a while to be like, you're right. You're more than invested in like me, like our family, our business, all that kind of stuff. So it was really like just being like, you know what? That sounds like a fart. (laughs) Motorcycle. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like one of those things where I was like, oh my God, like, just really like allowing for Manny to just be like, hey, this is what he's going to do. And, and, and I just have to be like, okay, my strong point is sewing. Mm-hmm. But you're a very interesting subject. Oh, really? Because okay. I've definitely filmed other people before. I've done short videos and stuff like that. And there isn't that same magic there. So I think part of it is, is that it's just that Claudia has let her guard down so much with these videos that she just kind of doesn't question me anymore so yeah. i'll lay right, i'll have the camera like right next to her ear i'll have it like mm-hmm. just because you know you're trying to make sewing seem interesting like you can only yeah. watch somebody sew so many times so you're always looking for like a new angle and in the beginning claudia was more like is that gonna look you know like what's that gonna look like or this and that and i think it just eventually she saw enough of the videos where she kind of trusted it yeah. and now it just you know you can't do that with i couldn't go into a room with with somebody and suddenly start you know, just basically doing all these weird angles and feel that comfortable around them. Sure. It's just that I think it's <laughs> right. I know, I know. Come in here. Yeah, yeah. All right, you said it. But you know what? It, it is one of those things where it's like uh, I did grow up with that. You know, it's like you my did, I did grow yeah. up with that. Like my dad had um, this gigantic on the shoulder freaking Casio freaking camera with the microphone oh dude yeah it was gigantic it's like this big Mm -hmm. and like this freaking wide and it's on your shoulder and he would you know um my parents they only speak spanish so they would be like oh you know um you know you want to go say hi to everyone in mexico and like you're documenting like our life you know and how awesome it is here in the states and you know it's like look at we have like nice shit and it's like it was just really bad, but, um, you know, like the camera would come out and it would be like, Hey, you know, you're just, you're a kid. You don't, you're not embarrassed, you know? And then you become older and you're like, I'm a fucking joke. I can't do that. You know? So it's like, I feel like when I create, like, it's definitely like, I am stuck in like my teenager phase of like, like being able to be like fun and like kid-like and stuff like that. So it's like, it allows you to be like, there's a camera and hi, and you know, that kind of state where it's like, it's fun, it's playful, but it's like, as like a regular person, like I'm very like, uh, like socially awkward sometimes. And you know, it's it's weird, you know, but I, I did grow up around that, like where my dad at every birthday party every and there was a lot of birthday parties because we're six kids and then plus two adults so it's like every month it was basically a birthday party we're fucking we celebrate everything we're like oh fucking there's a party for fucking this you know so it's like every like there's like camera you know so it's like for me i was like i loved it because he documented a lot of my life as a kid you know and it's like i don't have you know there was a lot of resentment towards like my dad and I feel like um, there was a lot of videos that were just kind of tossed, mm-hmm. you know, but I, we do have like when I got baptized, like we have that video and like Manny edited that and all that kind of stuff. But it that, that was my life as a kid where it's like there was a, a camera there all the time. And, and I think that I 
always wanted to document like my life in the sense where it's like it's just it's fun to be able to see the evolution of someone and like the growth and like just physical growth you know like how people change like how i'm get, i'm aging you know and how all that growing. kind of stuff growing mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i'm graying i have more wrinkles like i look in the mirror and i'm like oh fuck i don't look how i used to and I'm okay with that, you know, but it's like, I feel like that documenting thing usually is people usually that document themselves, they're perfect in some kind of way, mm. or they're kind of put in this pedestal. And so for me, I'm like, this is, I'm just like a normal person that's trying to kind of document like something that like isn't seen often, where it's like you're sewing something, you're creating something, like it's the most humble thing that you could do, like sewing, like people get paid pennies for it mm -hmm. you know so for me like that documenting kind of part of it was like oh this this will be fun like i've always told manny i'm like i want to write a book but you'll write it and i'll just tell you what to write you <laughs> Ghost know right yeah but it's like i always like i've always wanted to do those kind of things to be able to like i guess it stems a lot from like my family not having any history of like the past mm. so it's like i want to be able to be like you know where your mom came from and you know where your grandma came from and you know you know and so like that but it's like i don't know where my great grandma or great 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 grandma so it's like being able to like add some kind of like you know context to who i was mm -hmm. is like basically what i wanted to because i wish my parents knew mm -hmm. you know but it is i think um like sometimes it does kind of like mess with you you know, where you're just kind of like, it becomes a lot and you're just kind of like, oh my God, like, because I've had people come up to me and they're like, how does it feel for you, for me to know more about you than for you to know about me? And I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of, you know, but, you know, it's like, I think everyone's really like super nice and they enjoy the process of things. And I think that's why we really do it. Yeah. No, 100%. It's fun. And it, it's for me, it just the creative part about it. Like you said, I mean, I wish I wasn't in the phone so much. But yeah, I've even in the stressful days, it's like, hey, I'm working with Claudia, like we're at least able to work together because we all remember just the stressful days of having to maybe work your ass off for somebody that you maybe you didn't even love or respect. Yeah. So, you know, just working that hard together on something when you know that you're building something together like you guys are like, you know, that that's like the biggest drive of all like that's yeah. what gets us up every morning and you know because we know we're actually building something together and you're not building something for somebody else and making them super rich and then you're going to part raise one day you know what i mean like yeah. you're actually building something together which well, is cool i think something important that Claudia says is like you felt like a kid so you get yeah. into that character you know like you have like those memories so connecting yourself with those memories i think that's like you know what makes it important like it's like a lot of us lose the value of like being child to be mm -hmm. like yeah. you know free to like not mm -hmm. worry like and the whole thing of creativity, like, you know, brings that and like the whole camera thing. You get into character. So you learn yeah. how to be into like that character. So yeah. you have, you know, and, and it's not just a character. Also, you like, you fantasize of like, I'm a, I'm a kid, you know, I'm a grown yeah. kid. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's still very mature. You're a mature individual. And you can still have like, you know, be like a little childish. Child yeah. yeah, childish doesn't or, necessarily uh, yeah. mean like a bad thing. Uh -huh. It's definitely, yeah. uh, playful and um 
there's like a rawness to it because yeah. we're able to just tap into something that is true mm-hmm. and it's just whatever's bubbling up inside of us and it's so nice to be around friends or partners that you can be that way with yeah. i like i'm sure there are people that can be that way all the time and like they're they don't care who it is but I personally can't be that way with everybody. So it's really nice being with a partner that encourages that. It's nice being around friends that encourage that playfulness, that realness. Like like you both said, it doesn't have to always be serious. I find that my childhood was very serious in a lot of ways. And so I learned to be very serious. I feel like I'm now getting to experience some more playfulness that maybe I missed out on yeah. as a kid. And it's so fun. And I don't even care if I'm, you know, in my 30s and acting like a child because I'm not harming anybody. No, I'm like, yeah. You know, I, when I'm going to the, we went to the ocean recently and he's just like splashing me and I just scream and like a wave's coming and I just scream and I don't even think about holding back. It's just fun. It's just how I'm expressing myself. Yeah. And it feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels even with like our next show. I mean, our second show, right in the studio, we just, you know, we're, I, I, we usually ask questions about, like, how you want to be, you know, like, what do you want to go by, and blah, 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 like, a friend of ours is doing another show, and he asked me, like, oh, what do you guys want your names to be in the flyer, like, so, you know, we have, like, this other name, so we're going to say, oh, gatitos y plantitas, like, gatitos y plantitas, and it's just for the fact, I mean, like, I like cats, and she likes plants. Yeah. And then, well, I also like oh, yeah. cats, it's and he too. also likes plants. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, 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 your main focus is... Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. Uh, so our next show is called Gatitos y Plantitas. I love that. And I loved it. So our friend sent us the flyer, and I was looking at it, and I was like, Gatitos y Plantitas. It's like, we're not... We're not, is this us? And he said, yeah, sorry, I forgot to ask you if that was okay. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> this is awesome. awesome. Because, you know, like, this is who he is on his own, and this is who I am on my own. And then we created, like, an alias that is both of us united. Mm-hmm. And we decided to do our second group show in here. And he said, well, let's make that the theme. Yeah. At first he said, no theme. And I was like, well. <laughs> and, he, and then he said that. And... I obviously was so excited. Like, you got to see yes, some of the pieces. Yes, yes, so yes. I'm going to want all of the pieces, yeah. which is going to be very difficult. Um, well, it's also, like, the reason I mentioned this show, it's just, like, the flyer itself. It's, like, not serious whatsoever. Our flyers, like, have been just silly. Like, we have our kitty with plants and just... It's very playful. I enjoy doing those flyers just because, like, I'm not technical about it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, he also, he's, he's really good at writing, um, like drawing letters. I don't love to do that. I like to type. I'm like, I, yeah, I want it to be like perfect. <laughs> but he likes to do it in a really fun, playful way. So even creating the flyer, which to me, I would love to do it, but it's so tedious. I don't know the tool very well. And so like I was trying to do it last night. And, ah, you know, but he enjoys doing it. It's a playful, fun experience and he gets to make it completely unique to to whatever we're doing and again it's like i'm trying to make it to be playful and not taking myself serious because i told her like it's not homework yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, it's like it's like people get what they get you know yeah. but it's, it's legible and someone doesn't know how to read it's like that's fine that's we did a photo one and then we have over 30 artists that are going to be involved in the show so we're not going to put them on just like one single flyer so we dedicated everybody's names in one space and the flyer itself was just like super silly and 
for me is like I don't feel like again you know I'll take it as it has to be so crazy it's like an it's on the artwork it's just like it's effective <clears throat> it's very very effective when I saw it you can remember the image clearly it's simple to the point you know because I see so many flyers with bold vibrant you know this and that there's just so much going on but with your flyer it was just that image of the cat and the plant so simple but like I said so effective like that was one of the best flyers that I've seen in a long time so it really you know it affected me so yeah. it was super cool it's also like you know that's just one little thing to hopefully attract the people to see something visual like you said it's like well mm -hmm. but the main thing is like being here physically yes. mm -hmm. the thing is like I'm not gonna give you everything is I can easily post everybody's work before they see it was like what's the point yeah because it's also too it's like it defeats the purpose of the artist meeting each other it, it, it defeats the purpose of like random people meeting this artist so like it's not yeah. even just a show for 30 people it's also like a live event for two people to paint outside another friend of ours doing Hannah there's so many different mediums that we're gonna that's be awesome. like um, sharing here so that's 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 even the goal is like not everybody's like know what's happening it's almost a surprise but you know it's going to be chill it's going to be welcoming and all that is communicated with that image through the flyer you know what i mean like yeah. you just already know the vibe i'm so <laughs> glad to hear that because again like when when he wanted to make it those were the words he said he said i want it to be silly fun mm -hmm. and you know like not take it too seriously and i i love the flyers so much they make me happy when i look at them and it's like a little snapshot mm -hmm. of what it's going to be and yeah. I too think that they're very inviting and mm -hmm. it's like you see that and you're like oh that is art yeah. representing an art show I want to go and see more and there's gonna be some of... fun people there yes exactly you know? exactly we're pretty fun yeah <laughs> very, fun. Fun. very fun <laughs> you guys are really really fun because you're a cancer and a scorpio that's <laughs> true yeah three cancers right? and a scorpio okay. we needed that much cancer to balance no I'm just kidding <laughs> for real <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah.